What's happening, everybody? Let's go. We got a weekend coming up. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Amy, how are you? Doing good. How about you? Yeah, I'm pretty good. I'm in California right now, so it is uh, two hours earlier. So as early as it usually is for us, it, I, I'm, uh, I'm struggling. I'm also wearing a shirt with no sleeves because here's the thing that I realize about being in California is that a lot of the houses don't have air conditioning because why do they need it? And they keep everything, and it's like hot here. And so if you're watching me right now on camera, I have, I have a cutoff shirt on. I know I look like a goober, but this it's, is the life I've chosen, and mm-hmm. it is who I am. But I'm out here because Sunday is the finale of American Idol, and I'm working with the last three contestants, kind of mentoring them. So um, not able to see you guys, the touch your faces like I do every morning. Uh, Usually I walk through and I touch everybody's face and I go, how's your morning? I missed that. Yeah. Thank you, Eddie. Yeah. Appreciate that. I'm good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> You're okay with that? Eddie, how are you today? I'm good, Bones. Yeah, man. Yeah. I'm enjoying watching you on screen. You look like an 80s dude with your MTV tanky. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Uh, Lunchbox, how's it going today? Man, I'm looking good, feeling good. <laughs> I feel like you wear the same shirt every day. Am I wrong? I wear the same hoodie every single day. Coach. I thought so. (laughs) Uh, We got a good show for you today. Matthew Ramsey from Old Dominion, the lead singer, will be on. You know, he fell, broke a rib, punctured a lung. Uh, They were going to come perform today, but because of the old lung puncture, he couldn't be in. Um, Also, Jordan Davis will be on to perform a little bit. So we got a pretty good show today. Before we get going with today, let's do a little flashback. It is Flashback Friday. Flashback Friday! On this day in 2001, the biggest country song, I'm Already There, from Lone Star. I'm already there. Take a look around. I'm the sunshine in your hair. Still a jam, right? Oh, yeah. Pretty good, yeah. Can you hit that note, Amy? Try that. I'm Already There. You went higher. Well, go, go. I did go louder? You know, higher, not louder. Take a look around. I'm the sunshine in your head. No. Eddie, yeah. can you hit it? Yeah, I mean, you need to hear the key again. Can we hear it again from Ray? Yeah. I'm already there. Oh, you ready? Yeah. I'm already there. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> all right, Barbara Bones, you try it. No. <laughs> I Come did, on. but I was kidding. I'm already there. Is that a boy? Ish. Uh, Eddie, you win that one. Okay, thank you. The biggest pop song on this day in 2001, I've blown up my voice the first segment of the <laughs> yeah. show, is Lifehouse, Hanging by a Moment. What a jam back in the day, right? No? Yeah. Yes. You guys didn't think that was a jam That's back in the really day? Good. Not a fave, Bones, yeah, but I mean, it's me good. Yeah, me neither. You like, guys okay. are so... How did you not like Lifehouse hanging by a moment? And you're you going to tell me next you don't like Nickelback or Creed? I like oh, Nickelback or Creed. I do. I just maybe heard this too much back I'm hanging then. Hanging by a moment in our hair. What year is this again? 2001. Yeah. Dang. The biggest thing in pop culture, the first Shrek was released. And here is a hook of All Star from Smash Mouth. Here you go. Hey, now, you're a rock star. Get the show on. Get paid. The filmmakers for Shrek had originally used this song, All Star, as a placeholder for the opening credits, and they were going to replace it with a different song. Luckily for the band, they didn't, because it really helped them. That's how we know who they are still, that they didn't just fizzle out. But that is 2001. Amy, where were you in 2001? I was at Texas A&M. Junior, probably? No, Mm. sophomore. Mm, 
yeah, sophomore. I was a junior in college. So, Eddie, you'd have been like five years out of school? Sam Houston <laughs> State. I mean, I was still technically probably a sophomore in college because it took me six <laughs> years to graduate, but yeah. It is time to open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Good morning, Bobby Bones. My husband and I are creating a walk-up playlist for my daughter's softball team. Do you know what that is? Yeah, it's where uh, they go up to bat and music plays while they're going up. That's it. These are all 10-second clips of the girls' favorite pump-up songs. We say, now batting, number 23, Aubrey Ernst, and then our song plays. It made me wonder, what would each of you choose as your walk-up song? Thanks, Brooke. Amy? Now batting, number two, Amy Brown. <laughs> Biggie Hypnotize. Oh, yeah. Oh. I'd probably get to the plate and drop it like it's hot real quick and then pop back up. I mean, if I could pop back up, <laughs> it might be a little slow. All right, here we go. Next up. Now batting number 69, producer Eddie. Hey, mine would be my Theo Fufa's El Nuevo Tao Tao, which is my theme song already. Let's go. I can see the whole stadium just getting bouncing up and down. Oh, it's only 10 seconds though, bro. Oh, okay. Well, then they just sit back down quickly. Okay. So, Tao Tao. Tao Tao. Uh, do me. Oh, oh yeah. <clears throat> and now, number one from Mountain Pine, Arkansas, Bobby Bones. Kanye Power. Yeah. This song pumps me up when I'm working out. That's why I thought about it. And that the whole cloud, the whole yeah, cloud. Everyone, be clapping. Hey! And then a Kanye would come out live. Oh! In the 21st century, doing something mean. Every time what? he back. It's 10 seconds. Oh no no no! But then, <laughs> but then, <laughs> then Kim Kardashian comes out behind him and they oh. fight. They, they fight over their kids in front of everyone. It just be, every time I'm bad, it would be amazing. That power. I would do Kanye power. Uh, lunchbox. Now batting number 99. Lunchbox. <laughs> yeah! Right, said friend. I, I'm done. Do a couple buttons, show off my chest for the ladies, and let me tell you, things will be flying my way. Flying? What do you mean things will be flying your way? Uh, Apparently, garments the from the women. Do you think women will throw panties at you? Or bra, one of the two, trust Did me. Do they do that at baseball games? Hey, when I come to bat, they will. Okay. <laughs> and finally, Raymundo. Now batting. Number 42, Red That's a good one. I've heard that one used before, too. That's a good one. Oh, dude, anytime I'm at a Major League Baseball game, I'm like, if there was a song to play, that is the hypest one you could possibly pick. Hypnotize is good, too, though. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine Lunchbox? They're like, and he comes out and starts unbuttoning his jersey. Oh, boy. Shit. All right, hey, thank you for that email, Brooke. We appreciate that. You can always email us. Morgan, what is the address where they email us? Mailbag at bobbybones.com. All right, close it up. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. On the Bobby Bones Show now. Jordan Davis. How are you, buddy? Doing good, man. Doing good. Let me first say congratulations. It's on your Instagram. You're having a boy now. Baby boy. You have a girl already? Got a girl. How, did you do a gender reveal, a private one? What happened? Yeah, we just it was just me, my wife, and Eloise. We just did it at the house. What do you mean did it? Like we did. No, I mean yeah. like what do you mean? Like how what was that? <laughs> it how was did- a uh so apparently she found a place that does like a present 
And so you unbox the present and it either gives you like boy toys or like like girl stuff. Did she send the results off to some and none yeah, of yeah. you knew? So I think like she went because I haven't been able to go to the doctor really like through any of the like I'm able to go in for like five minutes of like an ultrasound and then they like rush me out. Uh, and so I guess the doctor like she told him, like, hey, we don't want to find out what it is or we're doing like a gender reveal. So they do the sonogram, ultrasound. Yeah, well, both those words are familiar yeah. to me. But kind of the really same thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they work. And then uh, you send it, and then she sends it off to the, I guess they just put an envelope, and you send it to the place that boxes the present up for you. Were you so pumped since you had a girl to have a boy? You know, so Kristen didn't want to find out. My wife didn't want to find out what it was. And we've got three girls on, on my brother's got three girls. We had a girl. Wow. I, I really, and we didn't find out what Eloise was. So we found out in the delivery room with her. She, my wife didn't want to find out. I kind of did. And I'll be honest with you. I kind of wish that we would have just waited. And my wife told me I was going to feel this way. But you wish you'd have waited for the room? I wish I would have just like not found out like we did with my, for, with my daughter. Regardless if it was a boy or a girl, you just yeah. all. Because I mean, like now it's cool. Like it's, it's awesome to know that we have a boy, but like it was really special, like not knowing what it was and then here comes Eloise and it's, it's pretty awesome I mean so much has changed for you in the last few years you know yeah. I mean you're a guy now singing about you know your first song Singles You Up that was the first hit right yeah first one if he ever singles you up that's and that, that's your song I mean that's talking about a you that was years ago yeah and now you're a dad too yeah like do you have to kind of think about yourself back then or are you just on auto, autopilot with that song no I mean I think that you can I mean Fortunately for that, that one was such a big song for us. Like it's just now, it's just really fun to get out there and play. Like the one song that you know they're kind of looking forward to. Uh, and I mean, it's just it's still just fun to play. You want to play some of that for us? Yeah. Jordan Davis is here, by the way. His EP is out. Buy Dirt. It's out today. Uh, Luke Bryan's on Buy Dirt. That song. We'll talk about that in a second. But here is his first hit. Here is Singles You Up. I ain't heard you laugh like that in a long time I wonder if it stopped his world like it did mine just now I see you sipping white wine instead of whiskey Does he want you to be just a little more city? Well, I'm sorry if I'm overstepping boundaries I don't mean to be I've just got to tell you how I feel he ever singles you up He's ever stupid enough I'm gonna be the first one that's calling you baby And if he ain't holding you tight If he ain't treating you right I'm gonna be the first one that's calling him crazy Cause girl it's just a matter of time Until you find that the right guy Staring you back into your eyes right now No rush but if he ever singles you up. Nice. Yeah. Is that where you play the very last? Where do you put that in your set list? So we just started moving this, moving that one up. Uh, that, but it's still towards like the back half. Like probably the last three or four songs, we kind of will we'll play that one. And then we'll end on some of the, some of the other ones, some of the newer ones. Because if you played it earlier... People be like, oh, we heard it. Let's go, guys. I know. That's what, it, that's wouldn't that be song. terrible if, like, half of your – that was, like, one of the worst parts about playing through the pandemic when we were doing these drive-in shows. Like, it, it, 
I, I just tell myself they were trying to beat the traffic because nobody wants to say like, oh yeah, that car's leaving because you just ran them off. But like they would just be parked right in front of you, and then they you just see them like back out, like headlights hit you, <laughs> reverse lights, they're like taking off. There's like five or six cars lined up to get off the highway, and you're just kind of still sit there playing songs. Have you played many live shows? I've played, I've played four since last March. Since you're able to get back out on the road, but you played four recently. I've played four, and three of them have been within the last three weeks. Is it pretty exciting to get back out there? It is, man. God, it felt great. I mean, we did one in Indiana that was, you know, almost half capacity, and the last two have been right at full capacity. And it feels good to be back out playing music, being on stage. It's pretty awesome. Where do you put slow dance in a parking lot in your set? I usually do like a little like acoustic thing in the middle of my set, uh, and I usually end that with in that little segment with slow dance, and then we've we've you got four or five left that we try to end on a high note. Here is a little bit of slow dance in a parking lot from Jordan Davis. Lights go down, wheels go round. I'm taking you home, hoping for a slow song to come home. Radio now. Not ready to shut it down in the dashboard glow. Sitting your eyes making me lose everything. So my mind, and the only thing I wanna do is find a spot. Stop this car and throw it in park and just slow down. With you spinning you round by the Walmart sign and moving our feet over the painted white lines, get close. To you, making the most of whatever we got, even if it's just a slow dance in a parking lot. Nice. I, like I wanted to ask you to dance during the Eddie, but I thought it would be weird. Yeah, it would be weird. <laughs> Good thing you didn't. Now, the reason we're here today is the By Dirt EP is out today. It's eight songs, which one of these songs is almost maybes, which is now in the top ten. Yeah. How great is it to have more songs to add to your live show that people know? I just got to think that, that changes the whole show. You know, it like... At first, it was crazy thinking back like two years ago, when we would get a sixty-minute set, it was it was pretty nerve-wracking. It's like, all right, you don't want to play just covers the whole time, but you've only got two songs that they really know. They don't really know a lot of the album songs, so um, it's pretty wild now to start building those sets out and being like, man, when are, how, like, how are we going to get to all these songs? Or like, if we have like a forty-five-minute you know festival slot, where it's kind of like, man, we've got you know coming up on five singles. Um, you know, how do we mix in some of the songs that aren't singles that they still want to hear? Uh, so, yeah, a lot better spot to be in now than it was starting out when we were running all over the place in a van. This is track six on the new EP. This is Almost Maybes. Play a little bit of this for us. Ready to rock? I had one say we were done in a Baton Rouge college bar. Kinda came out of nowhere, man, I took that one pretty hard I had another one in another town And I spent a whole lot of nights missing her Till it all went black She stopped texting back and I finally got the picture So here's to the almost so close It's over out of the blues 
Here's to the hey, I think we need to talk And it ain't me, it's you Here's to the tears and beers and wasted years On weeds that look like daisies But I wouldn't be sitting here next to you If it weren't for the almost maybe That's a good one too who knew they got so many good songs? <laughs> I appreciate it. He also has, in case you're wondering, Take It From Me was the number one song too, right? Oh, Take yeah. It From Me was there as well, yeah, yeah. I mean, he just slowly creeps up on you with all the hits. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy. I mean, I still remember the first day getting the call about Singles You Up being a number one, and it's still just a special every time that, that we get one. So, very grateful. On this new EP, you wrote every song except for track one, which is that John Prine song. Yeah. Why'd you pick that song? Man, that was always one of my – I'm a huge John Prine fan, and unfortunately we lost him over the pandemic. And, uh, you know, not that John Prine needed me to tip my hat to him, but that was just my way of saying thank you for the influence that he's had on my music and the, the songs that he's left us with. And, um, and, and I just thought that would be a great way to kind of start off this EP. By Dirt has Luke Bryan on it. It's the, the title track. It's track two on this. How did you get Luke and – why this song for Luke? I actually, uh, the, well, the second we, the, we, when we finished it, I was like, man, this just feels like, you know, Luke. And, and the cool thing is, you know, that song is Luke. I mean, he's got farms all over Tennessee. Uh, so he, he knows a little bit about buying dirt. Uh, but also, too, man, he's a great dad, great husband, and just a, a great guy. And, uh, and I, I actually sent him a text message with the song attached. And I was like, Luke, man, this song means a lot to me. And I think it's going to speak to you. If it does, I would love to have you on it. Uh, if not, I know you're busy. Um, but uh, don't even feel the need to respond. But just check it out and um, hope you're well. Dang, and that's a weird message to have to say. It send. really, it, dude. It, <laughs> oh, well, I mean, like, I knew he's super busy with, I mean, I don't, like, everything that's going on. And I, and I hate, like, putting people in a situation where, like, because I've been sent some stuff where, like, you hate saying no. And you're like, gosh, man, I wish I could say yes to this, but I can't. So I like to just kind of leave it open-ended, especially when you're talking to Luke Bryan. It's usually good to leave it open-ended. Here is uh, Jordan Davis with Luke Bryan. Here's By Dirt. By Dirt, find the one you can't live without. Get a ring, let your knee hit the ground. Do what you love, but call it work. And throw a little money in the plate at church. Send your prayers up and your roots down deep. And add a few limbs to your family tree. And watch their pencil marks in the grass in the yard all grow up. Cause the truth about it is, it all goes by real quick. You can't buy happiness, but you can buy dirt. Isn't it cool when you get it back and you get to hear him put his voice on it the first time? It's, it's pretty wild, even watching him sing that. Because, I mean, like, Luke's been such an influence on me, you know, especially after moving to Nashville. But like just sitting in the studio with him, watching Luke sing. Oh, you were in with him. When oh yeah, I was. It. I was there like the day, like headphones on, and just like waiting for that second verse to come in and him to start singing. And that, like when it, you know, I mean, it's a pinch me thing where you're like, dude, I'm sitting here in Nashville, Tennessee, recording a song that I got to write with some of my best friends, and Luke Bryan's in there singing on it. It's pretty wild. I just think about sending that text, and you're just like, oh, man, is he going to respond? You're watching to see if those bubbles pop up, <laughs> I know, and but then they then, go away. and they. But then he also gave permission for him not to respond. I l- try to leave it as open. I know, it, like, which is nice and thoughtful because you know how busy he is. And then you're like, did he, did he What did he get say it? back to it? <laughs> he, well, he's, he, his first message back was, what's your plan with this song? And like, I looked down and saw like text from Luke, and I was like, oh, my God, he listened to it. Like. 
I looked down. I was like, what's your plan? So I basically just reset. I think I was like so nervous. I just re- like reworded the first message I sent. <laughs> and now that like, now that I'm looking back on it, he was probably like, okay, well, what do you want to do? Is this like a full on, like, do you want me to take second verse? Do you want me to like, how are we doing this? That's probably what he meant. But I'm just like, uh, this song means a lot to me. <laughs> <laughs> he's like man let me live with it for a week and and i mean almost to the day calls him back a week later i'm sitting on the couch with my father-in-law and i look down and Luke's when you see me. luke Bryan come on your phone you know he's about to tell you yes or no does your heart flutter like oh boy here this is the answer oh yeah and, and the best thing i was watching golf with my father-in-law my phone's on the couch and he looks down and sees luke Bryan too and i was like will you grab that for me he's like oh no man i think you need to get that one <laughs> That, he called, dude, he, he was, I mean, he was actually driving out to his farm whenever he called me and, and told me. Probably going to buy some dirt. Yeah. He probably <laughs> felt like he was just going right. to do it all probably together. So. Yeah. All right, you guys. Jordan Davis has a new EP out today. Um, just, you know, such a good guy. Good music. He talks about golf, but every time I text him, he's like, ah, sorry, I can't play. Oh, it's been at least four times. I've asked him to play at least four times at this point. I've, and I've been out of town every time. One, I think one time Jordan texted me to play golf, and it was during the morning. And I'm like, I have a job. <laughs> I it's like when you ask someone to do something, but you know they're busy. Oh, so they're, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, yeah. no. I, but there's a good chance you're either in Cal. You're, I knew there's a chance you're doing something, but I was like, you know what? We've been trying to play golf together forever. I'm gonna, I'm gonna text him just to see. He's like, and hey, you I did know, try to make it work. He's like, I know it's a weekday and it's during the morning hours, and you, I don't know what you got going on. I'm like, I have to do my job. I don't know if you're busy. At I have to pay my mortgage. <laughs> uh, you guys check out Buy Dirt. Not only the song, but the entire EP. Uh, Jordan, good to see you, bud. You too, buddy. Thank you. Love having you around. There he is, our friend Jordan Davis, everybody. Thank y'all. Hopefully you subscribe to the podcast because you can hear this whole show from beginning to end. But on Sunday, I'm doing a B-Team town hall. The B-Team, all the listeners of the show, and so we got a bunch of them. We have them all on Zoom, and they're just asking questions they've always wanted to know about me or the show. I revealed the truth about a segment where Lunchbox guesses as listeners' weights, if we'll do it again. It's just me talking to you guys, and you guys getting to ask the questions. So you can listen to that on Sunday. Just search for The Bobby Bone Show. Subscribe. Rate us high. If you rate us one star, we may come to your house. We get upset about that stuff because we're not a one-star show. Right, Amy? Oh, yeah. No. And sometimes people feel the need to leave one star. I would just rather they send us a note and not, <laughs> not give a star. It hurts like, us. Let us it know. It hurts us. Like, send us whatever it is that you think we could be better at, but you yeah. don't need to report oh. us. Yeah. Basically, a one-star is a report. That's right. Like so writing us up. This show on Saturday, Best Bits of the Week with Morgan. On Sunday, the B-Team Town Hall. We're trying to put all kinds of stuff up there for you. And no one stars, please, God. Bobby Bone Show. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30-second skinny. Old Dominion released a new song called I Was on a Boat That Day. She laughing while she crying as she walked away, I can't say. Parker McCollum released a new song called Drinkin'. Sorry, baby, I've been drinking. I tend to ramble and I do. Sorry, baby, I've been drinking. And new 
projects out today. Blake Shelton released his new album. It's called Body Language. Here's the title track, a collaboration with the Swan Brothers. Jordan Davis released his EP, By Dirt. Here's the title track. It's a collaboration with Luke Bryan. So buy dirt, find the one you can't live without. Get a ring, let your knee hit the ground. Do what you love, but call it work. And throw a little money in the plate at church. Send your prayers up and your roots down deep. Add a few limbs to your family tree. Watch their pencil marks in the grass and the yard all grow. I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny. Come on. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. Last week in Mesa, Arizona, Annie and her husband are watching TV at night and they hear this loud banging on the door. What is happening? Apparently there's five guys knocking on the door saying, hey, get out of your house. The house next to you is on fire and the wind is blowing it. It's coming to your house in two seconds. So they get out and sure enough, they look at the house like, oh my gosh, their house was about to get hit. And it wasn't for these five strangers that were driving by and saw the fire. They wouldn't have gotten out safely. Also, I don't know that I would be smart enough to go to a neighbor's house. You would go for the house on fire. Meaning I would go like, the house on fire, get out. Right. And then I'd be like, everybody else is cool. Yeah. But good for them to kind of look next level and beat on the window. Yes, there's a clip of Annie talking about what what she went through. If we hadn't got out when we did, we wouldn't be here. They saved our life. Yeah, I don't think I would have been smart enough to do that. I'd yeah. be like, you're all good. You're not in the house that's on fire. Yes. Yeah, so, so they just weren't five brave men. They were five smart men, too. There it is. That's what it's all about. <laughs> That was Tell Me Something Good. Let's see if anyone can take down the queen of fun facts, Amy. She took down Raymundo last week. It is now time. Fun Fact Friday. The champion is Amy. Her challenger this week is producer Eddie. You each get five fun facts. You'll match up one versus one. You'll get a point. The person with the most points wins. Let's go. Fun fact number five. Number five. So you've seen Jennifer Lopez, you know, at 51. She's looking pretty good. Well, that's the same age that Rue McClanahan was when she started playing Blanche on the Golden Girls. (laughs) Rue was born in February 1934. Jennifer was born in 1969. Nice. But kind of crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. I think a Rue McClanahan would be an old woman on that show. A golden girl. She's retired. And J-Lo, no, she's like dancing on a pole at the Super Bowl with Shakira. Okay. Eddie? Good job, Amy. Playing to your crowd. I love that. Uh, Guys, grapes. Everybody likes grapes. So please do not try this at home. If you put grapes in the microwave, guess what happens? You get a flame. They light on fire. There's something about ions in the grape. It turns into plasma when it gets hot. (laughs) You want a fire in your microwave? Put grapes in there. But okay. why would you want to do that? No, if that's why I said don't don't do oh, that. But it, yeah, okay. Um, let's let's go and to, to our panel of judges, Raymundo. Yeah, the grape. What I'm trying today, that is awesome, <laughs> Eddie. All the way with Eddie on that one. <laughs> don't try it, dude. Come on, lunchbox. I don't know anything about the Golden Girls, so I don't know who Rue McKinnahan is. Blanche. I like I said, so I have to go, Eddie. Nice. I would have went with you. Wow. That one's a lot more fun. But you lost that one. <laughs> Like All right, Eddie won, Amy zero. Coming out strong. Number four. Eddie? There are almost 8 million possible seven-digit phone numbers 
per area code. Out of all the phone numbers that we have, there are 8 million of them. That's why, guys, if you want to get a certain number, it's out there. Okay. Amy? Okay, so the person who invented the stethoscope was a guy named Renee Lanick, and he came up with it because he didn't feel comfortable putting his ear directly on a woman's chest. <laughs> kind of funny. That's kind of funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think Eddie feels like he lost yeah, his yeah, one. Yeah, I'm yeah. up here, Amy. Do you concede? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Eddie concedes that Mine's one. Stupid. Okay. Everybody, Amy? One, Amy, two, three, Amy. 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 All right. <laughs> you can concede, though, if you want. Okay. Eddie concedes. All right, one to one. Number three. Amy? So in 2016, a tired Uber driver asked his passenger to take over the wheel while on a 300-mile trip so that he could take a little nap. The driver woke up in the middle of a police chase. <laughs> <gasps> no way. True story. Wow. First of all, an Uber driver goes 300 miles. Who knew you could hire someone to go that far? Mm-hmm. Second of all, it's like, hey, man, I'm really exhausted. Hop up here. And you wake up and the cops are chasing you? Yeah. <laughs> wow, you that's wild. You have to wonder why you're maybe even delivering someone 300 miles. Yeah. What are they running from? <laughs> yeah. Eddie? Hey, I mean, that's a good bonehead. Um, Do you guys know that lobsters, their blood is not red. They actually have clear colored blood. And when it hits oxygen, which is like if it breathes air, it turns blue. How about that? All right. Raymundo? I'm going to go with Amy and the police chase. It was a tad more interesting and fun. Lunchbox? Police chase is always better than a crab and blood. Lobsters, lobsters. I thought lobster was fun, Eddie, but I still give it to Amy. I still give it to Amy. All right, Amy's up two to one. Here we go. Next one, countdown. Number two. Man, did you know that Costco's hot dogs have cost $1.50 since their debut in 1985? They've stayed $1.50 because the company president protested about losing money, but one of the founders was like, whoa, I don't care if we lose money. If you raise the price of the Blinken hot dog, I will kill you. Figure oh. it out. Wow. <laughs> he said he would kill him? Yeah. Is that Blinken a quote? Yeah. So, wow. uh, yeah, just, you know, that's why the hot dog price is still the same all these years later. Okay. Eddie? Uh, you may not know this, guys, but in your house, the average household contains 300,000 items in it. In our houses, we have 300,000 things. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> that sound you hear from Amy is hard knowing she just won Fun Pack Friday again. But okay, go ahead. Keep going, Eddie. No, that's it. 300,000 oh. <laughs> things, guys. Come on. Okay, uh, Lunchbox? That's Eddie. I didn't find the hot dog interesting at all. Oh, okay, nice. Ray? Well, the man. same price since 85. Ray, go ahead. Yeah, that's got to be difficult to keep something the same price for over 30 years. I love Amy. Give me the hot dog. Yeah, I, would, I thought it'd be... Amy walking away, but Amy, you did win. Wait, don't we still have the number one? Yeah, we have. Yeah, you've already clinched, but let's, let's. So we can save it, or I'll t- I'll tell it. Go ahead. Okay. Well, in rare cases, guys, it is possible for a woman to become pregnant while she's already pregnant. <laughs> That's not fun. <laughs> that would be a nightmare. It, it actually happened to a woman, Rebecca Roberts. She's 39 years old, and she was diagnosed with superfetation. And it like forms a fetus inside of another fetus, and boom, you get pregnant while you're already pregnant. Wow, whoa, that's like two gender reveals in like three months. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it can happen. Eddie, what was your number one? Would have been? Oh, uh, mine was really good. So in the 1999 movie Fight Club, you know Brad Pitt, Edward Norton. In every scene, there is a Starbucks cup. Oh, that's fun. Isn't that cool? That, you know what? That's a really fun one. I was saving it for the last, but I never got there. You almost got to play it as you go, mm-hmm. right? Well, I thought I had the 300,000 household things. You did? Yeah. That might have been the, the least fun The hot dog one. bones? That I was, was like, least is... fun than the grapes. Well, okay. 
Amy. And, and let me tell you, oh, if if oh, you yeah. guys, if Lunchbox and Ray see a side by side of Blanche and J Lo, they're gonna see what I'm talking about. But you have to also I know, explain. It's a visual. Yeah, I know. I I, I debated telling it. You could have picked up radio. pictures and been like, oh, <laughs> next level. Mm, yeah, I have it right here. Hey, next week, our Amy will take on a listener. Yes. Who said he he called in earlier last week and was like, I want to challenge Amy. So we'll have a listener versus Amy next week. Let's she should see how she's he showing does. Lunchbox a picture. Yeah, Blanche still looks old. Exactly. That's the fun fact. They're, They're the, the same, same age. age. As J-Lo. She's the same age as J-Lo. <laughs> oh, that's the... Oh, I thought you were saying she was Sorry, hot Sorry, it's, it's not my fault. I'm dealing All with All right, anyway. All right, there yeah. you go. Our champion, Amy, <laughs> hey, the queen of fun woo-hoo! facts. Close it up. Fun Fact Friday. When you call us, and you can... After the show at night, 2 o'clock in the morning, leave us a voicemail. Same number, 877-77-BOBBY. Up first, the voicemail from Shanda in Louisville, Kentucky. I just was listening to Bobby read the top three country songs for the week, and I heard you mention Eric Church, Hell of a View. Cracked me up because I've never heard you say those words before. I know you don't cuss. I don't either. But um, I just thought it was so funny to hear you say that. It was a little awkward, and I wonder if it tripped you up, too, or what the deal is. Good point. I feel like hell is a place, and that's how I justified saying that word. May not be the same tense, but I feel like heaven is a place, hell is a place. So I say hell of a view. I think of the place of a view. Good call. That, that I don't curse. I haven't said a curse word, I don't think, in four years. Um, but I did struggle internally, and I thought I can go with this. We all feel good about that? Yeah. yeah. Okay, good. Uh, here is Joey from Georgia. Bobby, got a question for you. I'm a lifelong Florida fan just like you are with Arkansas. I didn't attend University of Florida, but my daughter is now going to go to the University of Georgia, my deep rival. I was just wondering if your children, when you have them, chose the rival of Arkansas to go to. How would you deal with that? Thanks. Love the show. Well, I have a bigger problem before that, that Caitlin is from Oklahoma and is a diehard Oklahoma Sooner fan. And so we're already battling about what our kids are going to be. Obviously, it's Arkansas, except she says, obviously, it's Oklahoma. So before it's that, it's we have to actually create an allegiance with our kids. Yeah, obviously, it's whatever your kids choose. No, I'm saying as a fan, <laughs> as a kid, because you can kind of force it on them. If it's all Arkansas all the time, they become Arkansas fans. But she's going to be all Oklahoma all the time. And I'm worried because right now they got a better football team. Gotcha. So that's why we're going to hold off on having kids until Arkansas is good again. Mm. Smart. <laughs> that's how you... <laughs> Uh, Let's do one more. Uh, Here's a voicemail, too, from last night. I just want to say, this morning, I was not prepared for the pop-up dance party. I'm driving my daughter to school, and I could not figure out why Britney Spears was on the country station. Then I started freaking out that it was actually Friday and not Thursday because of the dance party. Luckily, you guys came in and said it was a pop-up dance party, but I still loved it. Keep it up. Love you guys. Bye. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Think about that. Some people probably need a warning. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the voicemails. Here's Amy's pile of stories. Bobby, have you ever donated to Goodwill? Sure. Clothes mostly. If it's like, hey, I think somebody can use these, then I'm not now. Yes, but but that's about it. So do you think you're ever guilty, though, of donating stuff that eh, probably should retire and you should throw it away? Like garbage? Like well, like like clothes that I know no one will wear? No. Okay. It's always stuff I think someone will buy because they make their money off people buying stuff from them. Exactly. Well, Goodwill has had to put out a message, so I thought I'd pass it along, that they would politely like to ask that we stop donating 
junk because a lot of people have been decluttering during the pandemic and making tons of donations, which is amazing. But they're including things that Goodwill can't sell, like, for example, a table with one missing leg. Yeah, that would fall into the junk category. Yet that's the kind of stuff sometimes that's making its way to Goodwill. So if you know that it's something that should just technically go to the trash, don't even waste Goodwill's time with it because their time is precious. And I think people's hearts are in the right place. Yes. Where they're going, hey, I can't use this, but maybe somebody can. Because you can just easily haul it to the dump as you can Goodwill, right? Yeah. I think they think, but uh, yeah, I mean, if... You don't think someone will spend five bucks on it? I don't think I would take it to Goodwill. Yeah. And then they definitely, I just want to say this, they don't want to discourage people from donating, but you can maybe take it by and be like, hey, is this something y'all could use? And if, if they can't, then you politely take it to the garbage and get rid of it because they have to pay to get rid of it if they're left with it. Okay. Okay. Got it. So uh, Matthew Perry fans were a little caught off guard with some slurred speech in the Friends Reunion promo. Um, Here's the clip that people are talking about. I stole the cookie jar that had the clock on it, and I gave it to Lisa Kudrow because she one point looked at it and thought it was a real clock, and I gave it to her. Do you have any thoughts? Yes, obviously his speech is not good, but he's the guy's been through a lot as far as addiction going through rehabilitation. He's also older. Like, I'm sure that there's something happening with him. I don't know what it is. Not my business to to guess what it is, but... Yeah, I think we can all hear that his speech is not as good as it used to be. Why? What are people saying? Well, I think some people are like, oh, this is breaking my heart, kind of jumping to the conclusion that, yes, he there might, he might be altered in some way. But why I wanted to bring it up, too, was so we could maybe offer that other perspective of, like, we literally have no idea what's going on with him, and it might not be our business, and there there might be something totally deeper it might he may not have a choice that might just be how he is talking it doesn't mean he went and did something or he's on something or anything like that. well that's what i would assume i think the guy's been through a lot Mm -hmm. and that's it and that's probably after all he's been through he he has a different speech pattern now that doesn't sound as good as it used to be i wouldn't assume he's drunk or anything right now yeah well on a positive note it is gonna be next week so i'm so pumped for the friends reunion it's on hbo max Big time special, and it's airing May 27th. So Parker McCollum responded to a tweet that Waterburger put up. They said, it's midnight at the Waterburger drive-thru. What's your order and what song are you blasting for everyone to hear? And then Parker, quote, retweeted them. And on top, he was like, hey, I wrote hell of a year in the drive-thru at 2 o'clock in the morning at one of the Waterburgers off William Cannon and 35 in Austin, Texas. And yes, that is a true story. So <laughs> shout out to Parker McCollum writing songs in drive-thrus at 2 a.m. It's also a true story that I've been to that exact Waterburger more than 10 times in yeah, my life. Same. For sure. Yeah, that Me exact too. one. Yeah. So okay. cool. So I'm sure I see a Parker McCollum Waterburger collab, collab yeah. happening somewhere in the near future. All right. I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. So this family came to America from Nigeria in 2017. They were put up in temporary housing in a homeless shelter. And one of their kids, who was seven years old at the time, was really into chess, started playing. Well, the the payment to enter a tournament was like $330. They couldn't pay that. Well, he got a chess coach who ended up setting up a GoFundMe for the boy and people donated. They got the family into an apartment. They're out of the homeless shelter. They raised more than like $250,000. Wow. And now... 
This kid is like 10 and he's a chess master. Like, and he plans to be what they call a grandmaster by the time he's 11 or 12. And so he's going to be making money off of chess, which is super cool. Did you watch the Netflix show? I did. Yeah. Queen's Gambit. Close. Queen's Gambit. Oh. <laughs> I thought it sounded off. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Gambit is a... What's a gamblet? I don't know. I think it's a word you made up. <laughs> a goblet? Uh, yes, Queen's Gambit. Well, really good show. And it was a fictional story, but, you know, after watching it, I researched, like, Bobby Fischer, who was a yeah. great American chess champion, and he would be playing 50 people at once in a room, walking around, playing. he's a kid playing all these grandmasters, and just whooping them. There's also a movie called Searching for Bobby Fischer, right? Is it good? Older. Yeah, older. Like, I think Lawrence Fishburne or something, or one of those guys are in it. Is it good? Really good, yeah. Dang. Uh, that's a great story. Yeah, so shout out. His name don't is you, Tawny. Don't you wish you had whatever that kid has? Yes. Yeah. Like, he has some God, God-given God gift. Mm-hmm. His brain is just on a different level. Man, I'm so jealous. All right, that's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. What's happening, friends? Coming up, Matthew Ramsey, the lead singer of Old Dominion. He fell while changing the light bulb, punctured a lung, broke a rib, and we're going to talk to him about that. I want to know if he had to get an ambulance. Like, was it that serious? He was going to come and sing today. They were. But because of the situation, he can't sing. I'm told he can't laugh either, so I'm really going to limit my jokes. Oh, okay. man. Yeah, I'm really going <laughs> to. Okay. That's going to be hard. I'm going to try to be not that funny. It's wow. tough. It's tough. Okay. Uh, before we get to Amy's joke, let's go over to Morgan. We better tell my joke before we get yeah, yeah. Matthew on. Hey, make sure he's not listening, Ray. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's go to Morgan and get in Food World. It's time for Food World. Num, num, num. With Morgan number two. So Kellogg's is dropping a new cereal mashup. We all love cereal, but this one is Frosted Flakes mixed with Apple Jacks. So you get like that huh. Apple Jacks cinnamon apple flavor, but then you get like the crunch of Frosted Flakes. I love both those cereals. Yeah, they're good. When I hear them together, I and I'm sure it'll be, I'm sure they've done tests on so many people, but it doesn't sound appealing to me together. I, I think a Fruit Loop and a Frosted Flakes feels better. Interesting. Yeah. Aren't it, the fruit, ju- uh, fruit Loops and the Apple Jacks kind of the same? Yeah, they're kind of the same, same shape. Yeah, but they're not the same flavor. They do have a Fruit Loops Frosted Flakes mashup already. Oh. 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 There's so been all kinds of it. cereal mashups this year. And they just it's the same box? Like you just pour it out and it's all there? Yep, it's just all in one. So instead of having to get two cereals to mix them together on your own, it's mm. now I comes mean, in one box. If you think about it, it's genius you know, on the, I'm sure whoever comes up with the cereal thing, they have these big meetings and they're like, hey guys, we got all these awesome cereals. Let's just throw them in a box together and make this much more left money. To, we only got this much left of this one. This, like, let's, right. And we'll charge people more. I'm sure it's good. Seems a little weird, mm-hmm. but I would try it. That was Food World with Morgan number two. Nom, nom, nom. Thank you, Morgan. Yeah. Over to Amy. Let's do the morning corny. The morning corny. How do you make the number one disappear? How do you make the number one disappear? You add a G and it's gone. Oh, uh, (laughs) got it. (laughs) That was the morning corny. All right, you guys. Hey, you guys. That's a good one. On the phone right now in Oklahoma is Rebecca. Hey, Rebecca, what's going on? Hey, I just wanted to say thank you. You um, did an amazing thing for me. I listen to you every day on the radio on my way to work. And um, I was in an abusive relationship for 10 years. And listening to you, I just realized that there are good men in the world. And your positivity and just your kindness, I don't know, I was able to leave. And you were a really big part of that. 
And now I'm not there in my marriage anymore, and I'm filed for divorce. And I give you a huge credit for that. just want to say thank you. Well, I don't know that I deserve a credit, but I will say a credit to you. That's a tough decision to make, and I'm glad you made it. You know, that definitely was not an easy step, especially after being in that relationship for so long. How are you feeling now as a person? Are you better? I feel stronger. Um, I've got two kiddos. Um, they both have special needs, so it was a huge decision to make, and I do feel better. Well, I'm very I'm proud of you, and yeah. I think as tough as it has been, and heck, as tough as it's going to be, because let's not act like everything's going to be easy now, I think it's going to be so worth it, and I think you're going to find your worth more and more and more to the point where someone is going to feel lucky just to even uh, be with you. So look forward to that. I'm proud to see your growth. I loved Listen, I had nothing to do with it. You, I really did. I mean, thank you for saying the nice things, but this is all you, and I hope you, you go to sleep at night and you look in the mirror and you're very proud of what you see, okay? Thank you. I appreciate it, and you were just an inspiration. What so, are your kids' names? They're Joseph and Colton. Man, tell Joseph and Colton that we said hello and their mom is awesome and that we're just so proud that we got to talk to her on the air today, okay? Thank you. I will. All right. Bye, Rebecca. Thank you for the call. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Have a good day. Uh, Let's go over to Drew in Georgia. Drew, what's going on? Hey, man. I just wanted to call and say that I'm a big fan of the show. I wanted to ask your advice on something. I've been dating this girl for about four months and I'm head over heels for her and she said that she loves me too. I want to spend the rest of my life with her but I don't want to move too fast and I just wanted to get some advice. Should I just you got chill, chill and be cool or should... I got you. Here's the advice. You've been in there four months. I know you're head over heels. You can feel that way. Don't push that on her right now. You gotta, you gotta trickle that out there. It's like when you're when you're getting lost in the woods, you put a, little, a few crumbs so you can find your way back. <laughs> just leave crumbs right now. Don't because you can push her away. So don't push her away. At, at a year, you can be like, I love you. At 10 months, not at four months. Invest in the future, my friend. <laughs> That's it. Thank you. Good luck. All right, good. Feel pretty good about this segment. Go. On the Bobby Bones Show now. Matt Ramsey from Old Dominion. Matt, I have to start, obviously, with you falling. You were supposed to be in studio to sing, but then you fell off. Tell me what happened. Why are you injured? Uh, I, I was changing a light bulb, man. <laughs> Literally just up on a ladder. I was probably seven or eight feet up, and the ladder just buckled underneath me. I fell backwards, landed on the stairs, broke a rib, punctured my lung. It was brutal. <laughs> <laughs> I've never punctured a lung, so I've, I've broken a rib. But did you know, could you feel something in a lung that, like, or- uh, No, it wasn't like that. It was just like, you know how, I'm sure you've had the breath knocked out of you before. Yeah. Like, I was sort of, it just felt like that, a lot of pain, but felt like that. And I was kind of waiting for, for me to be able to breathe again, and it just never came back. So You know, some athletes are injury prone where they, they're consistently getting hurt. And you're like, dang, they're so good, but why? The, and like between you having to be in the chair, playing on stage, you <laughs> sticking a rip through your lung. Are you the most injury prone superstar in country music? I can't, I can't figure it out. I mean, it's like you know, Luke Bryan keeps falling off stages. He's fine. <laughs> you, you rappel down canyon walls. You're fine. <laughs> I'm trying to change a light bulb that doesn't even need to be changed. Really, I just didn't like the shade of white it was. <laughs> and I break a rib and punch my lung. <laughs> 
<laughs> when you go to the hospital, I, I assume that's an emergency room call, was it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Ambulance had to come. and. Oh, and really? How, that's cool. So, wait, tell me about that. <laughs> that's cool. So it was, do they come to your house with the lights or what happened? Yeah, man. It was full on, uh, it was full on 911 um, experience, like staying on the line with me. Because, I, I mean, quite honestly, man, it was pretty scary. I couldn't breathe at all. And um, it, I, was, I was really scared. And they were coming. You know, I was listening for the sirens. The dispatch was on the, on the line. She wouldn't hang up. And, uh, you know, I thought that there was a possibility that I might die. I could not breathe. So uh, it was it was actually it's funny now, but it was actually pretty scary. Yeah, I want to stay on. It's funny now because you did live. I want to make sure because we're laughing. Yeah, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, good, good, good. The um, (laughs) I'm good. Did they open the back doors? Are they double doors? Are you on like a cot? And do they they shove you in like in the movies? Yeah, shoved me in there and kept apologizing because you know every little move hurt. So and he was like, "I'm sorry, man. I'm going to try to drive as smooth as I can, but this is a big old truck." So. Uh, Was was anybody in the ambulance? I don't know how professional they have to be, but is anybody like, hey, are you the guy? You're the guy. (laughs) No one was. And then um, and then no one was at the hospital until the next morning. Then when the shift changed, uh, the the new nurse came in and and I like said something. I had a mask on, of course, but she just kind of looked and she was like. I knew immediately from your voice that who you were. So she's like, we're going to take care of you. I know who you are. I'm sorry you're in here. <laughs> Did you get the hotel bill for, or the, excuse me, the hospital bill for the ambulance? Because I'm assuming that ain't cheap. I haven't gotten it yet. I'm, yeah. I'm kind of, I'm waiting for it to come, but, but yeah, it's worth it though. Yeah, worth I assume, it. I mean, so I, I've ordered Uber Black and that ain't cheap. And I got to <laughs> yeah, imagine yeah. this is way more expensive than that. Yeah, it's probably way, way more expensive. Yeah. All right. Matt Ramsey from Old Dominion is on. They were going to come in and play today, but obviously he's hurt. Um, he's actually somewhere with a fancy curtain behind him. He's not even here in the studio at all. What, fancy. Yeah. yeah it, it, that's like, that's a thick curtain. Listen, I've been curtain shopping a little bit lately. I'm going to tell you, those <laughs> yeah, things aren't cheap either. Curtains are not cheap, man. I don't know. We'll have to compare um, ambulance rides versus drapes, so we'll see. Okay, my final question about this, because I do want to move uh, to music, but are you going to be able to sing, play, you know, do the Old Dominion thing soon, or how long are you yeah, out on the DL? I should, I'm really close. I, I should be back at it. You know, we have a show, I think, very soon. I don't know, uh, probably seven days or so. So, um, so I, I think I should be good for that. The, the biggest pain is the rib. The lung is, is back. I'm breathing. It took a few days, but I'm breathing good, and, and I'm at full capacity there. But it's just, it's just dealing with the pain of the rib. What would have been cool, because we do a segment called Tell Me Something Good, is if the ambulance driver would went back to your house and changed the light out for you as you were gone, and you came <laughs> home, and then they would have, and you'd have been, they'd have been like, ah, Matt oh, Ramsey's yeah. light gets you fixed know, by, yeah. Our, uh, our production manager uh, on the road came in and did that for me. He <laughs> He put the ladder away and changed the light bulbs for me. Oh, we'll see it there. Tell, Tell me something me good. Something good. <laughs> hey, what's the story behind the song, I Was on a Boat That Day? I've seen pictures. Maybe yeah. maybe it's like the press picture, but I watched some of you guys writing too. And so tell me this. Yeah, man, we were, you know, we made this album in Asheville, North Carolina. We've told you about it before, I think, where we just went out there and wrote and recorded this album and this was one of those songs that we recorded and wrote there but it's actually a title that we've been kind of joking about writing since um since we were writing break up with him it's been kicking around for that long and sort of became a joke like anytime we needed an idea someone would be like hey let's write i was on a boat that day and we never really took it seriously as a as a song until we were there in Asheville, and then 
we started actually digging into what that song could be and how fun it could be and um turned out to be really really fun you know we had such a great time recording it it was just like a big party and man it was it was a blast to write that song we're gonna play it coming up in just a second because today's the first day that it's out are you guys working on another album or are you just doing some eps or singles like what is now the direction of old dominion i mean right we're trying to figure that out it's it's such a moving target these days to figure out what the right thing to do do is we have like 12 13 songs that we've recorded on that on that trip that are you know we have a full album it's just a matter of how we want to release it so you know sometimes you release a full album and fans gobble it up and you know in six months they're asking for more and we're like hey we're still working on this one but so we're trying to figure out how to best attack that we may just dump it all or we may just release it a little at a time matt from old dominion is health healthy-ish we're on the mend right we're making the official statement here i'll be back yeah i'm I'm saying i'm 75 percent right now so i I saw that you guys are doing a bunch of baseball parks which is cool i saw it on instagram that's really cool you guys are gonna go play and you have quite the little lineup there to to play with you guys yeah man there's a you know revolving cast of characters there but um it's gonna be fun i'm just so happy that we're getting back out there man just to get back out there and play some shows. We played a show in Key West not too long ago. It was so cool to just see a crowd of people again and hear, you know, real applause, not some sort of virtual thing. So uh, we're just, we're pumped to play anywhere. He says that and I'm virtual. He's like, you know what? I hate virtual people. <laughs> um, and, and virtually, yeah. This is this is good. It's the shows that are tough. <laughs> uh, we're going to play the new one here from Old Dominion. Hey man, glad you're doing well. We, we kid because we love you. Glad you're healthy. Uh, this yeah, is- man. Matthew Ramsey from Old Dominion. Here is the new song. I was on a boat that day here on the Bobby Bone Show. Good to see you, bud. Yeah, man. Thanks. Sorry we couldn't make it, man. All good. I'll invoice you like the ambulance. (laughs) (laughs) See you soon. Bye, guys. Hey, just a little note here. Running Wild with Bear Grylls this season is on Disney Plus today. So if you weren't able to watch it, it's on Disney Plus, Caitlin and I's episodes. I hope you guys can get a chance and watch it. And I can't wait for the 31st. My new show's out. But that being said, my other announcement is George Strait is playing ACL, Austin City Limits Music Festival. Oh, that's awesome. This is amazing. Which is crazy. I saw it yesterday. Mm-hmm. I mean, the cowboy rode away a long time ago and it keeps popping back up. <laughs> right. But it's such a convenient. It's not like he has to ride really far. He's just probably going to ride on up from San Antonio to Austin and get it done. <laughs> Yeah, I'll make a million and a half bucks or so. Wow. (laughs) I mean, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you saddle up? (laughs) I would saddle back up, yes. But, I mean, the cowboy rode away. They did a special. They did... Mm -hmm. And it's like the cowboy pops his head out again occasionally. Didn't we go to the Cowboy Rides Away tour in Vegas? <laughs> we did go to one of those shows. <laughs> oh, man. Jealous. But that festival's cool. It's George Strait, Billie Let's Eilish, go. Stevie Nicks, Miley Cyrus, uh, John Party is playing it. So it, it's a whole thing. But I was thinking about Eddie because this song, I was listening to it on the radio. Oh. You know, the line is, I'm carrying your love with me. West Virginia down to Tennessee. West Virginia down to Tennessee. Yeah. I never thought much about it until Eddie starts screaming, that's the lamest distance to carry love. Because he's trying to show his love. He's like, wow, look at me. I'm carrying your love with me all the way from West Virginia down to Tennessee. Guys, it's only like 50 miles. Give me a break. Is that it? It's only 50 miles? Well, but I think it was a rhyme. Yeah. I think that's what he was chasing. Okay, and let's chase a good one then. From Singapore down to Eleanor. I'm sure there's Eleanor, Texas somewhere. The rhyme is Tennessee. From Boston down to Charleston. 
No, you need to E. Okay. It's I'm carrying your love with me. <laughs> West Virginia down to uh, Albany. <laughs> Come on. You have to go up. Oh, well, then move up. You know what I'm saying? You have the best songwriters in this town, and they can't come up with anything better than that. West Virginia. Oh, yeah. Down to t- how about. Can you look up how far from- that is? West Virginia. Eddie just talks such a big game. <laughs> okay. He could have gone from Santa Monica to Albany. Thank you. Yeah. Actually, yeah. It doesn't. You can do anything for the first town, Bones. You can do Alaska down to Tennessee. I agree, but you were only trying to find that E rhyme. It could have been anything. Right. Right. Mike, how far well, is. It could have been West- Alaska to Tennessee. Exactly. Hawaii down to Tennessee. Now that's okay. carrying your love with me. Yeah, that's true. West Virginia to Tennessee. Official mileage. It's coming out. Mike D is, is crunching the numbers right now. Calculating it. Guys, I've already looked at this stuff. I mean, how far have you carried your love? <laughs> uh, not very far, but I'm not bragging on it in a song. You know what I mean? Eddie, if you walk from West Virginia to Tennessee, walk it. I'll give you 500 bucks. <laughs> let's go. Right today? Let's go. No, not today. <laughs> but let's prove, Hotshot, that you walk from West Virginia to Tennessee, I'll give you 500 bucks. Well, how far is it? Yeah, I don't well, how know. Far is it? We Mike... have eight computers in the room and nobody's giving me the information. That's right. hard to calculate, Bobby. It's not just... No, it's not hard to calculate. Type oh. some numbers in Google. The end. Okay. 170 hours. The tip... It's, it's 100... Hours? It's 104 miles. The tip of West Virginia's Bluefield down to Bristol, 104 miles. 104 miles. Let's go. Yeah. Okay, wait. How far... Eddie, how you... much to get you to walk from... West Virginia to Tennessee. A million dollars. Okay, stop it. <laughs> no, I mean... <laughs> you talk, you talk, okay, just think about this. We'll leave, we'll leave it over the weekend. Okay. You no, walk from Bluefield, you. West Virginia to Bristol, Tennessee. <laughs> I will make sure, I will donate $1,000 to the charity of your choice. Okay, now you're talking. All think, right. Think about how much it would take. We'll talk to you about it Monday. West Virginia to Tennessee. You walk it. Yeah. Heck, you can jog it. Like I don't give a song. crap. I, yes. I, I just got to get from West Virginia down to Tennessee. Okay, That's it. so now this is, to be clear, we we could be donating to, towards a cause, not what just cause? Eddie's. See, that's yes. bigger. Yeah, that's bigger what cause world. would you want us to donate to? Well, it'd have to be someone with foster children, so uh, let me think about it. I mean, there is a, a the charity that I work with, the National Angels, so maybe them. We'll think about it. Okay, so here's the deal we want to know on Monday. Bluefield, West Virginia... To Bristol, Tennessee, that walk is over 100 miles. 100 miles. I will donate $1,000. Wow. But, the, and, but you let me know how much we need to get from our listeners for you to make that walk, okay? This is like Forrest Gump stuff right here. I love it. I'll let you know. I'll think about it and let you know. Okay, Monday morning, All we right. get that. I feel good about this. Eddie's going to live up to a bet, and a charity's going to make some money. I you know, feel like he should have to like carry... Love. love. Yeah, so think about that, Amy. Think about it for Monday. What could he carry that's love? <laughs> exactly. Okay. Right. Okay, guys. You to, Make sure it's light, have, right? No, you're going to have a backpack full of love, and you're going to have to sprinkle love on your Ooh, way. Oh, that's good, too. And like pass it along. Like All it. along the way, you pass out love. Yeah. Ooh. He has to have, like, little Post-its or lollipops or something. Or everybody you see, you have to say a loving saying to. Yeah. <laughs> and leave them a little card. I like this. I like where our mind's right. going here. All right. All right. All right. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. Twin sisters in South Carolina gave birth in the same hospital in connected rooms just minutes apart. That's crazy. Your twin sister, first of all, they had to get pregnant. You think they got pregnant at the same time? Oh, I don't know. Not like, not. All right, you going in? I'm going in too. (laughs) You think that happened? (laughs) 
I mean, maybe they talked about it because obviously it'd be something special, but the odds that it actually stuck and worked at the same time. <laughs> stuck. Okay. Well, <laughs> they do live across the street from each other. They're in separate labor rooms. They weren't even in the same bed. You know, sometimes I'll put two beds in the same room. Yeah. They were in separate rooms. Each had their own room. And they were on FaceTime going, okay, how far along are you? They went in at the same time. How far along are you? And so they were born, uh, their babies were born seven minutes apart. That's uh, crazy. Cool. Weird, huh? Yeah. It's cool. It does make you feel good. Like, that's neat for them. Well, Ray's a twin, and he always talks about how annoying it was that they had to dress the same all the time. I wonder if these people are annoyed. Well, but they're not twins. Those babies aren't twins. They're, they're cousins. Right. But I bet you they'll be raised like brother Yeah, like probably siblings. super close. Mm-hmm. Ray, I saw a picture of you and your twin brother with your dad. Yep. It was on your Instagram? Mm-hmm. For Mother's Day, I did a little family post. Your dad looks exactly like you. He does. With I a was... mustache. It's like if you put a mustache on Ray, that's his dad. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. And your twin brother ended up being a lot bigger than you. Yes. He followed after my dad and got tall. I followed after my mom and got short. Well, stage. Yes. <laughs> your brother, your twin brother is how tall? In the sixes, probably 6'2". Six wow. And you are? 5'7"? He's 5'6". He we says that like he's asking. Uh, <laughs> well, then let me tell you today. Ray and I are the same height. So, yeah, 5'6", then. <laughs> Who was the better athlete? I would say me. Uh, he was an amazing baseball player, but all around basketball, baseball, football, wrestling, I was better, but he was an amazing baseball player. Resentful toward him for his height? No, no, no. I. Uh, that's just how it went. That's what God said. That's true. Good yeah. answer. Then God said you will be short. <laughs> all right. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. These are all easy elementary school level questions. It's called easy trivia. You guys are playing for that tiara. We'll go around the room the first time. Tell us something we don't know about you yet, okay? Okay. Up first in easy trivia is Amy. Amy. Where do the Cowboys football team reside? Oh, they reside in Dallas, Texas. That is correct. Yeah. It's easy, right? Yes. It's easy. Easy. Uh, Everybody, welcome Amy to the show. Amy, tell us something about you. Hi, happy to be here. I do not like watching football at all whatsoever, but if I had to pick an NFL team, it would be the Dallas Cowboys because they're from Texas, represent. I was born and raised in Austin. And that's your husband's favorite team? He loves the Cowboys, yes. There she is. Amy, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Up next is... Lunchbox, Lunchbox, who is the current U.S. president? Oh, it's Joe Biden. Yeah, you got it. You got it. All right, Lunchbox, tell us something about yourself. Uh, Yeah, in the fifth grade, I invented tearaway pants in the Invent America competition. I didn't move on, but Michael Cox did. You know what? He invented a cup holder. Cars already had cup holders, but he got to move on to the citywide competition. I'm still bitter about it. To be fair, we looked up tearaway pants, and they were invented like 15 years before Lunchbox said this story happened. Right. But he invented something that had already been invented. Okay. And let me tell you, I still have the prototype in my closet. (laughs) (laughs) Heck, you might have had an actual pair in your closet since they were already invented. There he is, Lunchbox, everybody. Okay, let's go over to Eddie. Eddie, your first question in Easy Trivia, because the first round, they're so easy. Where did Bruce Springsteen declare he was born? Oh, born in the USA. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. That's tough. Eddie. Lunchbox it's, just was who's the song. president. No, no, I'm saying like I would have got that wrong, I think. I was like, Oh, you were being for real. Okay, yeah, I was being right. for real. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, Eddie, tell us something about you. Uh, I would go back to 2005. A lot of people don't know this about me, but I was diagnosed with MRSA. I had staph infection, almost killed me. Had it probably about eight times. 
And then finally, I found the right antibiotic, and I no longer have it in my body. I remember that. They were like, wow, Eddie, crazy. this guy you just met might die. Yeah. He was in North Carolina stuck, weren't you? That's right. I was there for a wedding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and our final contestant, she's going to get a really easy question. Uh, Morgan number two, who was the very first U.S. president? George Washington. That's it. There she yeah. is. Okay. Morgan, tell us something about you. I have become a huge nerd when it comes to superhero stuff. I've watched every superhero TV movie show in the Marvel DC universe, and I'm even thinking about getting into a little Comic-Con cosplay situation. <laughs> wow. Morgan's going to go full cosplay. <laughs> you never know. It may happen. All right. All right, here we go. The questions get a little bit harder. We're moving faster. Let's go to round number two. Amy, in Toy Story, what was Buzz's last name? Buzz Lightyear. Correct. Nice work. Lunchbox, what boxing champion was said to float like a butterfly? Muhammad Ali. Correct. Eddie. Come on. Gotham City was the home to what caped crusader? Batman. Batman is correct. Morgan number two, the animated Winnie the Pooh character was known for wearing no pants, but what color top? Red. Correct. You're on the next round. Nice job. Amy, Mm -hmm. what animal was Moby Dick? What? What animal was Moby Dick? (laughs) Animal. What? He's not not a person? What animal was Moby Dick? (sighs) A dog? Oh, my God. (laughs) Wait, Dick? You've already answered. You've already answered. I don't. What do you mean? Yeah, but how am I out? How am I out so early? What the? Who's Moby Dick? (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was a person. Oh boy. Is it a cat? What is it? Now, I, now I'm irritated. Yes. Well, but we did. This is the that easiest is, question. It doesn't seem very easy to me. <laughs> I thought he was a person. Did you read the book? I didn't. Oh, there you go. He's, what animal was he? The person was Ishmael. Is that right? Captain Correct. Ahab. Correct. Captain yeah. Ahab, how, how, call me Ishmael. Yes. Okay, if yeah. the next person's question is like. No, wait. Lunchbox, what kind of animal is Moby Dick? A whale, easy Come to Oh, I did know that. Oh. I did. Now, now that it, now I know. Yeah, I knew that. Dang it. Stupid. Do you take back how angry you are I at me? I do. I take take it back. I take it back. I'm very disappointed in myself right now. It's a whale. I know that. Uh, it's time for, for her to hear this, though. Dog. You've been boned. Man. Here, meet my chihuahua, Moby Dick. <laughs> <laughs> why are you saying Why are you saying dick with such emphasis? I wasn't. I think yes, you were. Normal. No, was he saying... was saying Moby Dick. <laughs> you can't say Moby Dick. Like you can't say that. All right, here we go. I uh, thought it was like just... I thought it was a hint, and I was like, I, I don't know. <laughs> I did. I thought you were sending me a no, message. No, I was. And so I was like, I don't know. I it's like when you say Saturday Night Live. I know you're. Yeah. I say Moby Dick. <laughs> okay, Taco right. Bell. Lunchbox. Yeah. Uh, Amy's been eliminated. You're up. Yeah, I'm out. What cartoon character says, "What's up, Doc"? Oh, Bugs Bunny. Oh. Okay. okay. Nice. Eddie, come on. What's the smallest United States state? What? The smallest? Wow, you don't know this, huh? Do you know it, Amy? Never guess. Uh, I, I too, I guess I have a guess. I will go with, I mean, Hawaii is pretty small, but then there are a lot of islands, so. <sighs> May I'd go northeast. There's a lot of small little ones over there in the 13, 13 colonies. Is that, what's, is that 13 up there? <laughs> Uh, the 13 colonies. Is that, is that what it is called? Uh, let's go with Rhode Island. What would, what would you have guessed? I don't know. I was thinking Delaware. Nah. Delaware? No. Delaware is that bigger? Big. Delaware is the first state. Oh, it is? That, maybe that's why it's in my brain. Yeah. Uh, the answer is Rhode Island. Ah, yeah. yeah. Wait, if you said Hawaii, I was... 
Why? That's small, You said though. Moby Dick was a dog. I know. Mm-hmm. I was going to appreciate him joining my level. Oh, okay. Oh. All right. Uh, Morgan, number two. What gulf lies to the south of Florida? The Gulf of Mexico. Correct. Good job. We have three players remaining. Lunchbox, Eddie, and Morgan, number two. Hey, Lunchbox, coming over to you. Yeah. Election day is in what month? Oh, November. Correct. Yeah. Hey, Eddie started laughing at Rock you, Lunchbox. Rock that boat, no. Eddie. I was laughing because I don't know that. You oh. didn't? Uh-uh. Eddie, in which state is Sun Studios famous for Elvis's recordings? Yeah, right down the road in Memphis, Tennessee. Tennessee is correct. Morgan number two, M-I is the abbreviation for what state? M-I. Massachusetts, Maine. Maine, Maine. No. You've been boned. I believe Maine is M-E. Is it Missouri? <sighs> no, that's M-O. There's so many M-I's. M-I is? Michigan. 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 M-S is Mississippi. There's a lot of M's, but M-I is is Michigan. We have two left, Lunchbox and Eddie. Which, by the way, you guys are playing to five for the tiara. And Lunchbox has two and Eddie has two. Oh, we do? Uh Oh, this is a big big moment in the game and in life. This this round gets pretty hard, guys. Both of them are pretty hard. Lunchbox, how old do you have to be to run for U.S. president? 35. Nailed it. Yeah. And that was quick, too, Lunch. Hey, good job on that one. Woo! Because I thought about running back in the day. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. What's the top number of a fraction called, Eddie? What? Nah. <laughs> you keep hitting me with these math questions, man. I don't know this stuff. <sighs> There's the dometer. Wait. What's the thing on the bottom? De- denominator? The ones on the bottom is a denominator. I know that. And the top. One, four. Dominator by the top. <laughs> a- abulator. <laughs> um, Lunchbox is going to win this round. He's going to be in the lead. He's going to be tied with Morgan number two for Hold the on. lead. Let me think about this for one second. The, do, the, the denominator on the bottom and the top is the equator. <laughs> See, Moby Dick. Here. I'm going Moby Dick. Amy, do you know it? I don't. I, oh, I mean, you don't? Wow. No, it's not coming. No, I no. thought denominator. Guys, I have nothing. The common. Common denominator. I mean, the only thing that comes to my mind is denominator. So let's just go denominator because I, I have no idea what's on top. The Whoa! numerator. Oh, yeah, let's go. What? What? I don't understand your answer. The what, new. What is your answer? You just, you're, you're saying a lot of words. I only know of denominator. Okay. So on the top, there has to be something else that's monominator. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so it's got to be denominator and numerator. Is it numerator? Give me numerator. There's a number on top. It's okay, the okay, numerator. Stop talking. Stop talking. Yes, I just sir. need to answer. Yes, sir. I just, we, you and Amy. <laughs> sorry. You guys do this on Lunchbox stalls, and, and you guys all have your little techniques here. No. I need an answer. You Give have me the den- numerator. The denominator is on the bottom. On the top is the numerator. No! What? How did that happen? That's crazy. That is crazy. I got to put some sort of regulations on you guys for him and Holland. Next though. week. Next week. I you agree. got it. We need to be reined in at times, yes. and I think it's appropriate. When you're the one doing it, you don't realize how obnoxious it is, and then when everyone else is doing it, you're like, this is ridiculous. But remember who wants to be a millionaire? It was like, is that your final answer? Yeah. Okay. So we need something we're, like we're that. We're moving on. Lunchbox, what <laughs> instrument does Kenny G play? Oh, that's Amy's husband. Um, the saxophone. Mm-hmm. That's correct. Nice yes. job. Thank you, Amy's Eddie, husband. Wh- I've never known that. What was the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles' favorite food? Pizza. Correct. Uh. 
Lunchbox, Whitney Houston saying, I will always love you in what film? The Bodyguard. Correct. Oh, gosh. What does FDA stand for, Eddie? Federal Drug Administration. Incorrect. What? <laughs> Food and drug. Oh. Food and drug. Yeah, FDA. Oh! Uh, would you please bone Eddie? He just did. You've been boned. Oh. Our winner, and now tied for the lead. Let's go! Lunchbox. There All he I is. Do is win, 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 no Good win, Lunchbox. You really nailed some tough questions. Oh. Yeah. yeah, you did good. And then, Eddie, you spend 10 minutes on one, and you get it, and you just jumped into another one and missed it. Yeah, I know. But because you said you can't nah. take that much time. That's not because. You, hey. were, you got a little cocky. <laughs> Let us not forget Moby Dick is a dog. <laughs> right? That's the big takeaway. Yeah, take no, away. it's a whale. Nice job, Lunchbox. That is easy trivia. Thank you, guys. Bones. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Tampa, Florida. A 54-year-old woman went to the Seminole Hard Rock Casino, was playing the slot machines, trying to win that money. She lost 400 bucks, and she left mad. On her way home, she was like, I'm still mad. So she called the casino and said, just so you know, I left a bomb in your casino. Oh, my goodness. Can't do the bomb stuff. Mm -mm. Yeah. (laughs) I bet they have to evacuate people. Had to evacuate, search it. And then they tracked the number back to her cell phone. She said, look, I was just blowing off some steam. Hmm. And she lost 400 bucks the fairway, right? Yeah, yeah. Just just putting it in a casino. The bomb threat is is next level. I would never think that regardless of how angry I get. I never think of of bomb. Maybe I go on Yelp and give it two stars. Yeah. That's about as hardcore as I get. And the reason (laughs) they were able to track her cell phone, she's part of the Players Club. No way. (laughs) Golly. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. Amy, your weekend. I hope it just goes swimmingly. Oh, thank you. What are you doing? Uh, Mostly my daughter's got four theater shows. So just going to those and making sure she's there on time. I don't know if I'll be watching all four, but I'll have to make sure she's there. She's got a Friday night, Saturday matinee, Saturday night, and then Sunday. So it's like a big deal. Eddie, speaking of kids, how are your kids doing in baseball? Good. Playoffs. Playoffs. They've already advanced to the next round. So this this weekend is like big time. They got to survive. Win or go home. Okay. Win or go home? Yes. Is it the championship? Uh, Championship will be either Monday or Tuesday, but this is the second round of the playoffs. Are all the, all the parents pumped up? Is oh, it dude, we are all so pumped. Talk of the town? You got to understand, us parents, we work so hard, especially the dads with these kids, <laughs> okay. to, to practice with them even when they're not at practice. So when they win, all us dads look at each other like, yeah, we're doing it. What do the loser dads do? Uh, they just put their heads down and walk away to their cars. Shame. Oh, big time shame. Yeah. And how are your kids playing? Fantastic. I would say that my foster kid is probably the all-star of his team. So, so good. Uh, my seven-year-old kid, he is getting better. I would say he's like middle of the road, but he had a triple last game. So, I mean, he's doing way, way better. And they keep score? Yeah, absolutely. Keep score and the winner advances. Okay. Is there run rules? Uh, yes. So so my my foster kid, his rules, they can't steal bases. They, nothing like that. No, I mean like a run rule. Oh, five. Five is the max, and then we move on. Is that what you mean? To the inning? Yes. Okay, I mean, like, if you win by, like, if you're up by 15, do they cancel the game? No, no, no. We keep going. Keep going. You, you keep going to the hour. Whoever's winning at the end of the hour, that's the winner. Wow. 
Well, good luck. Thank you, man. I'll keep you updated and let you know how they're doing. Thank you. I am going to be on American Idol Sunday night in California right now. And so hope you guys watch the finale. It's big. There's going to be people galore. They're also going to show a preview for Breaking Bobby Bones on the finale of American Idol. Oh, really? Wow, that's big time. That's huge. Mm-hmm. Pretty, wow. pu- pretty pumped about that. So I'm, I, I've done my mentoring, and I think I'm just showing up to that to kind of throw to it because I've already done my part. And so that finale is always massive. It's just people, famous people moving. So I kind of stay out of the way. But I'll be on mentoring, and then you can watch a preview of my new show, Breaking Bobby Bones, May 31st on Nat Geo. Uh, But watch this Sunday, American Idol. Thank you, guys. Have a great weekend. Bye, friends. The Bobby Bones Show.